Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wait a minute. Well, welcome to Diddy Ding, Diddy Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. I'm joined by my colleague James the Sharp and Sharp. And we're in Madrid, sunny Madrid, on the afternoon before Leicester City's uh, Champions League quarterfinal first leg tie with Atletico Madrid at the Estadio uh, Vincente Calderon. Uh, it's been a fantastic trip so far, hasn't it? What have you made of it, James? Oh, it's brilliant so far. So at the minute, we just sat outside a quaint little bar in Madrid, outside a, uh, like a market which sells lots of different tapas and. Everyone, everywhere you look, there's Leicester City shirts of blue and white. Well, and as you're talking to me, there's somebody's coming around trying to sell us a uh, Leicester City trilby. So, <laughs> yeah, they're out in force, aren't they? Um, and yeah, it's been really, really, it's been really good. Um, the weather is unbelievably hot, and like I said, everywhere you look, you see Leicester City shirts everywhere, and it's just another wonderful trip in what's been a wonderful journey for Leicester City and their fans. Well, we arrived yesterday afternoon, didn't we? And we went down to. Um, the Plaza Mayor, uh, where the, all the Leicester City fans seem to be congregating, and uh, there was quite a good party atmosphere. What did you make of it? Yeah, I was quite surprised actually because um, it feels like the, the fans have come out early and come out in force, um, and it was good. Like all, on all four sides of this rather large square were Leicester City fans who were not really not causing trouble. They were, they were in good spirits and good voice. Um, and just enjoying the sun and the and the beer and the food and the and the culture. Um, the police, of course, were out in force as, as they always are in, over here. Uh, it was about four big police vans with some very burly-looking policemen with guns. And um, as soon as one of the Leicester fans wanted to get the ball out, they soon pinched it away from them to. Uh, Kill, any, kill off any um, further fun. Yeah, exactly. There, there seems to be a bit of killjoys here, but we were warned about it before the Seville game, weren't we, about the uh, uh, the Spanish police and how they can be a bit heavy-handed. I mean, they were stood on guard, what, just almost like they were just waiting for any sign of uh, tr- trouble for them to move in. And uh, and yesterday we just saw somebody belt a ball into the middle of the square, some kids started kicking about with it, and then the police moved in and nicked the ball to booze from all sides of the square. Uh, also, I saw a van drive past and uh, just wind his window down and just stare at the, the Leicester fans as he drove past, as if to say, give me an excuse. But uh, unfortunately, there was a little incident last night that we understand, but... Um, we, we don't. We are. We don't know how uh, how much blame should be. I, I, I didn't. See no, it. we haven't seen it. So we, we just heard about it, and uh, you know, obviously, we're hearing one side of the story that uh, not a lot of blame should be apportioned to the Leicester fans. There it was just the police trying to clear the square. So. Uh, in their uh, usual aggressive manner, but uh, lesser fans were warned before they come out. But uh, so far, it's been a fantastically relaxed atmosphere. Now, last night we went to the stadium of Vicente Calderon uh, for the press conference. Craig Shakespeare uh, faced the media alongside Casper Schmeichel, and uh, I think he was. Uh, we knew he was going to come. That he was going to be asked about Claudio Ranieri's uh, appearance on Sky Sports and Monday Night Football. What did you make of uh, Shaky's performance under pressure? Um, well, just to remind anyone that, that wasn't watching on Monday, Ranieri said that he didn't, he couldn't believe that the players killed him, but if, if there was anyone, it might have been someone behind me um, who, when we lost games, would be 
pushing me towards the door. But he even said that, that, that he'd had a little problem last season, but they still managed to win the league, but wouldn't name any names, which, of course, then left, leaves it open to speculation. So, of course, Shakespeare, as being the man behind Ranieri as his assistant last year, was asked, well, is it, was it you? What did you make of the, of the comments? And it was the first time since Shakespeare's taken over that he's that he's got a bit angry in his press conference, got a little bit frustrated. I saw, you could see a little bit of flash of annoyance when he was asked about it the first time and he said, as I said before, we, I spoke to Claudio when he got, once he got sacked. I've never had a problem with him, he's never had a problem with me. And I, my conscience is clear. But then he, he was then asked again by another journalist and he says, do, do I not think I've answered that question already? The first time he really showed a bit, a little bit of um, yeah, he was quite frustration. He showed his firm side there, yeah. didn't he? Because um, you know he, he, he has uh, dealt with that. And, and to be fair as well, Claudio did come out in Gazzetta dello Sport, the Italian publication, uh, earlier in the day and clarified that he was not referring to Craig Shakespeare. But uh, so he dealt with that quite well. Casper came out with a nice line as well about. You know, these were the games that, that you look forward to, uh, especially when you're like playing in League Two, you're aspiring for this, this is what you dream of. And you could say that about a lot of the players, couldn't you? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's when when you when people talk about those players, the Leicester players that have had magical, surreal journeys, Casper Schmeichel often gets overlooked really. People talk about Jamie Vardy and of course his rise from non-league football to being an international goal scorer and so much so that Hollywood's making their own biopic uh, of his life. And then you look at Riyad Mahrez and £400,000 from French second tier. And then people don't really, people don't really mention Casper Schmeichel. He's been um, slung out on loan for loads of clubs when he was at Man City and trying to, for, trying to forge his own way in the game despite, well, despite his surname, essentially. I think it's because he comes from football royalty. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then he, he dropped as far down as League, as League Two after loads of different loan spells and that strange, odd experiment with Sven at Notts County. And then... Via Leeds came to Leicester, who's been here ever since. So, in seven years, he's gone from playing in League Two to captaining Leicester City in a Champions League quarter final. I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a remarkable rise for someone, and, he, and he's turned himself into one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. And certainly, as well, look at Craig Shakespeare. I think I made the point in the piece that we, we did, we published this morning that uh, he, when he first took over Leicester City, he was helping prepare the team for the first League One fixture of the campaign at home to MK Dons and here he is now in charge of the side ahead of a Champions League quarter-final against Atletico Madrid who reached two of the last three Champions League finals. Yeah, I know. It's incredible, isn't it? I mean, if Shaky could go back now and tap himself on the shoulder on that game against MK Dons and say, in less than a decade's time you're going to be managing this team in a Champions League quarter-final, he wouldn't have believed him at all. So it's it's been ridiculous. But I thought... Shaky handled himself well again. Like I said, he, as well as being showing a firm side, he also showed a jokey side. When, because he with Wes being out, it means that Casper will lead Leicester. And he was asked by a journalist, um, "How honoured will you be, Casper, to lead the team out?" And before Casper could answer, Shaky just leant across into the microphone and said, "Well, I've not picked the team yet." So <laughs> I thought it was quite. It, it shows how relaxed he is yeah. in this environment. For someone in such such little managerial experience, there was another comical moment as well, wasn't there? When the final question of the uh, press conference was asked by a certain Scottish journalist who's actually sat, sat up on the next table right yeah. at the moment, and uh, the interpreter didn't understand a word he said, and we needed a an English journalist who works in Spain to interpret for the interpreter. Yeah, I know. Poor Bryce over my right shoulder. Um, yeah, that poor interpreter who's, who's done his job for how many years, not quite come across. A, but what about City's chances tonight? Let's, let's talk about that now in uh, Madrid. 
they're strong side, very similar in the way they set up and, and well organised, a counter attacking side, similar to City. What do you think of their chances tonight? Oh, it's going to be difficult, isn't it? I mean, I thought it was quite telling that uh, Leonardo Joe did a piece with, um, with some Italian media saying that uh, some Spanish media so that they, that they would rather have had any, another team than an Atletico I thought that's quite telling because, because of how they play and that they're not going to give Leicester any chance to run in behind they're not going to play into Leicester's hands they're, they're going to keep it tight and they're very, they're very very good at the back and also with Griezmann they have a world class centre forward who's going up against uh, Ben Luan who while he performed well in his first few games Leicester struggled against Everton so that could be an interesting battle um, I think Antoine Griezmann is correct when he says that it's a game that not many of the neutrals might want to watch. He's got the sense that it might be a bit gritty, a bit turgid, a, bit, um, a little bit, know, a bit attritional, um, which isn't really what isn't really what Leicester would want because Atletico don't like playing with the ball much, and then neither do Leicester. So I guess it's going to be like you have it, no, you have it, no, you have it. So like, it's going to be tough, isn't it? The emphasis is going to be on them, though. Yeah, the first leg at home, the emphasis is on them to get a decent lead ahead of the, the game at the King Power Stadium. So and that might play into City's hands a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm ignoring the Everton performance because we we don't can't really gauge that because of the changes that were made. But previously they won six on the bounce under Craig Shakespeare. It's going to be a similar sort of side tonight. Nobody is giving Leicester a chance in this tie. That's how they like it. And exactly. And I think um, tonight they might come out and, and, and cause Atletico a few problems because just the similar, you know, we're talking about Atletico having a similar game plan to Leicester. Atletico probably won't come up against themselves in Spanish football. Yeah. They, because they won't come up against a side that plays like them. Uh, so they're gonna, that's going to be a new experience for them tonight. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they cope with that. Definitely. And I also thought, because um, after Shakespeare's press conference, we heard from Atletico boss Diego Simeone and he was asked, about Jamie Vardy and he spoke in very very glowing terms about Vards actually and uh, said how very impressed he was and he says oh, he's a very good striker he's the kind of striker that we've had here at Atletico in the past and if, if we make any mistakes he will punish us which I thought was quite glowing praise really from someone like Simeone saying that we've had that kind of player here um, so hopefully if they do make any mistakes Vardy will punish them he's in that kind of form isn't he we're talking about Simeone I thought another comical moment in the press conference yesterday was his very last question and he made sure it was his very last question because he was having to say like a, a shot was um, before you, if you you've been linked with jobs in England you've been linked with jobs in Italy and before you leave Atletico what do you want to achieve and he went just to win tomorrow and got up and walked out I thought that was quite another comical side perhaps he's well suited to his football yes maybe maybe um, but like I say it's going to be a smith exceptionally tough um, the Leicester fans that are here they're just going to enjoy it because the atmosphere there is going to be absolutely incredible and there's 20 years of revenge has been built up with, these Le- with those Leicester fans um, and revenge is best as they say so cold and 20 years is a long time for it to be chilled yeah but it's not very cold at the moment though. it's, <laughs> it's ba- boring, baking up um, finally just um, on the back of the news from uh, Germany last night Borussia Dortmund uh, the uh, bomb attack on the, the bus um, talking to uh, people around uh, the game tonight there won't be any extra security because they're already at max I mean Spain has already been on terror alert now for a while and uh, uh, Leicester City will uh, will take in the same precautions that they would be always I mean they've, they've got very tight security around them and they're not expecting any issues tonight and uh, so hopefully that we won't have any other um, well, developments uh, that occurred in Dortmund last night, very sad occasion. Uh, hopefully they're going to get their game played tonight after one of their, their, their team were 
injured in that attack. But uh, so join us. Uh, well, we'll do another podcast straight after the game. I suppose oh, yeah. on Thursday, on the way back from from Madrid. At the end of this, uh, another lovely uh, trip to Europe. Another the European adventure continues. Hopefully, there's another one. Hopefully, we'll have another one. Yeah, after the home leg. So, uh, join us on the Mercury website and on our Facebook page as well for all the build-up and reaction uh, to tonight's Champions League quarter-final tie, Atletico Madrid. Uh, join us again soon. Bye.